This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 102. I'm Brian. I am Spencer, and you know, we really need to get a different joke for you at the beginning of our intro. Because it's not even a joke. It's just like three clips I stitched together. It probably doesn't make sense to anybody. No, no, because it was from like episodes two and three. Yeah. I was literally, I was just going to the bathroom. (laughs) And I was thinking to myself, we should really change that. Yeah. It's kind of stupid. For both of us. I mean, what the story was that your grandpa had had a full head of hair. Yes. My grandpa, my opa, he's Dutch, had a full head of white hair. Yeah. And... A separate story right. was that I shaved my head for my friend Michelle, who had cancer. Right. You took them to mean, you put them together to imply that I cut off my opa's head. Yeah. That's not what I happened. I really wanted it. And it was hard to do or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't right. even know what it says anymore. It was good at the time. It, it's been played. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it's it's been December. played 102 times. <laughs> at least. It's December the 20th, 2020. Plus, like, the four episodes we didn't air. Right. <laughs> On this day in history, in 1989, the United States begins its invasion of Panama. Huh. Also known as Operation Just Cause, or Just Cuz. <laughs> <laughs> the invasion took place under the leadership of President George H.W. Bush and led to the deposing of the dictator Manuel Noriega. The invasion ended on January 31st, 1990, so a little more than a month our invasion and coup, essentially. I didn't know we'd done a lot down south. Well, I think it's all about the canal. We needed that canal. I'm assuming the dictator was being a dick. Or was charging us more than we wanted to be charged <laughs> since we built it. We want $5 on the ship, and you're charging us 10 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I don't know, man. What else happened on this day? In 2007, Queen Elizabeth became the longest living British monarch. Yeah, she's old, man. She's, she's very old. She's, that was that she was, was eighty one yeah, at man. that time. She's like ninety. She's ninety four now, yeah. at least maybe ninety five, maybe ninety nine, maybe a hundred. I don't know, man. Yeah, she needs to go. No, <laughs> no, God save the king. <sighs> yeah. You know, you know yeah, what's cool. I, I think Charles, man. I think I don't think she's gonna die till Charles does. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool though? You know how all their ships are HMS. Right. You know why? Her 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 majesty's ship. Right. But if it's a king, it can just be HMS. Yeah. They do have to change. There was one thing I heard. I can't remember if it's like their police officer's shield. Oh, really? Something has to be changed when when she goes. I didn't know. Obviously the currency is all going to be changed cuz right now it has her her profile. Not all of it though. Doesn't I can't remember. Well, I have I have a bunch their, of it at home. Their coinage Including in their provinces, have, like we've talked Canada about that before, and, they have so many coins. Yeah, we talked about that when I got back from England, but they were two right separate p- 
Pence drawers. Mike Pence. That's what they call them there. <laughs> yeah, Pence. Two uh, Mike Pence. Canada, Australia, other places. I don't know who that's that uses the Queen's money. Yeah, well. Queen's currency. Queen's currency. Yeah. Um go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I was stop? just it was just this day in history was oh, all. What you know, those were both riveting. In eight nineteen eighty nine, I was four. I was five. Wow. Yeah. So I, I distinctly remember that Panama invasion. I you know you know what's funny? I well not funny. <laughs> not haha. I don't remember the Panama. I don't even remember learning about that. I don't. I had so, I had no idea. There you go. I, I However, feel pretty stupid that I didn't know anything about that. I, I was only what, seven years old when we invaded Kuwait or Iraq for Kuwait, you know what I mean? Uh, the first time? Yeah, Persian Gulf War. I think I have, like, I was only seven, but I have vague memories of watching Baghdad get lit up on TV. I do, too. Yeah. And then they, I think they, they coalesced with the images we got after 9-11. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Because it looked very similar. Night vision, tracers. I remember, I remember when we, when we invaded Iraq, you know, and then we didn't really know. In the Persian Gulf War. Desert Storm? Uh, no, no, oh. no. The newest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Du- uh, George W.'s war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cheney's war or whatever. Cheney's war. Um, it, was, uh, it was interesting. It was a very interesting watch because uh, yeah. nothing had really been done like that before. I mean, it was, it was weird. Can you imagine? Not as televised. <clears throat> right. Can you imagine, right. uh, you know, when we dropped the atom bomb? <laughs> oh, my God. This is terrible. <laughs> There's reporters in the hotels. <laughs> um, we see we see gunfire outside. There are air. What the hell is that? <laughs> we just saw. There's a flash. I am blind. The, the anchors back in the states were probably like, "Oh, that was just an anomaly in the yeah. film." Yeah. <laughs> that was. There's no way that was. Uh, oh, I just think it's so weird that there's like news anchors in the city in hotels, and they're like. We hear people knocking on our door now. Right. Sounds like uh <laughs> We may need to step aside for a minute. Right. Like, <laughs> All right, Anderson. Well uh yeah, and you be they, careful. They come back, you're like, what happened there? Well, the uh Iraq uh guard came in and frisked us and <laughs> held us at gut point and took all our money and uh then they left. They left our camera. Yeah. Luckily. <laughs> yeah. They uh they considered taking it but uh didn't have the manual. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is weird that we have reporters in war zones, but it makes for uh, thrilling television. It was. I remember my girlfriend. I don't know why. I had a girlfriend at the time, and she texted me, and she's like, I'm scared. And I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I was scared. I mean, there were like I was there were like minute talks of a draft. Right. Like very, very small. Yeah, I didn't see that happening. Because of 9-11. Well... So many people went into the service after right. 9-11 that a draft wasn't even really... Right. But... I wish I would have got drafted, then I wouldn't be so fat and... <laughs> I was definitely more scared in after 9-11 than I was... Yeah, that was a crazy day. Let's not go down that Let's rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that was here. Merry you know Christmas. I mean? Yeah. It's like, we live right next to a base, it's a target. Uh, yeah, who knows? Well, on uh, an interesting to- another topic here. I, on my way over uh, driving today, there was a a commercial, and in it they were like, "Hey, if you if you do this, you can donate to uh, to Sub for Santa," and that's an organization. Have you heard of it? I have. Yeah. Okay. So 
my first thought is that is a terrible name for an organization, right? So that's so true. I never <laughs> thought about that. Santa's like those poor and destitute people. <laughs> I'm not going there. You're gonna need a sub. Oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Santa doesn't go to the destitute people. He does, <laughs> if you don't make over a certain amount of money, he's not going. Sorry. Hey, can you call in my sub on this one? That th- that town's looking a little yeah. darker, <laughs> wink, than I'd like it to. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, kids. We're in the we're in a tax bracket where <laughs> yeah. he just doesn't visit. <laughs> that's a terrible name. Our chimney isn't isn't big enough. <laughs> we should probably start a movement around that and mm-hmm. call it like. I don't know what. <laughs> Did you... Uh, Toys for Tots is always just a good one. I personally like Toys for... Yeah, Tots. Uh, tots. Um, Did you... Growing up, did you have a chimney when you were a kid? Yes. Like, full on... Like... In one... Actually, in two of the houses I grew up in, we had a chimney. Okay. And, well, maybe, maybe only... Anyway, whatever. So and in one house, we didn't. We we had a chimney growing up because we had a fireplace, and we, right. we, we actually had fires in there occasionally. But, you know, it wasn't... Uh, it was just a little metal pipe, the top. It wasn't a big stone. It wasn't a brick, yeah. Right, and I yeah. was always like, how, how... Until the Santa Claus came out. Right, then we understood. And right. Like, oh, well, right. all these years... It's all about Comet's magic. Yeah. Right. I mean, you just basically ooze in there. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sub for Santa apparently. Yeah, Not, we gotta uh, we gotta rebrand, yeah. rebrand that. Did you uh, have you already got all your uh, Christmas shopping done? Yeah, it's in a pile right over there. Oh, nice for uh, Ashley and Quinn. Did you did you get your dad something? Is that something you still do or or, or have, have always done or? Uh, yes, it's something I've always done. Right, and. No, no, I haven't gotten him anything <laughs> yet. <laughs> so, with my with my dad, it's at the point now where, I mean, at some point Christmas just becomes a wash, right? I mean, my dad probably still makes more money than me because I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm broke, but it's but a wash. <laughs> well, it is right, like. Uh, so I don't know. My my uh, my dad. He never gives any hints. We all the rest of us have Amazon wish lists that he demands right. that we put up, and uh, he didn't put anything on a wish list this year. I'm just like I don't. Son of a bitch. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So I, in the past he said things like, well, you know, spending time with you, blah blah blah, is better, you know, right. stuff like that. But right. so I decided this year I found a little trinket. Uh, and I'm, I've given him all sorts of crap like this, but I thought this was pretty cool, and okay. you tell me what you think. Okay. Um, now, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but my dad was in the Air Force. Yeah. And uh, he was a um, uh, weapons... I can't, I can't remember what they're called, but basically he loaded uh, the, the A-10s and the um Oh, that's right, because he has rounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I uh, I was on Etsy, and there's this guy that strips old airplanes and uh, pulls parts off and sells them. That's cool. And he was selling this. A little O-ring? Well, what this is is a slice for the camera yeah, there. Hold, hold that up there. You know, the other day I was talking to our friend Brian Stubbs. Yeah. who started listening to this podcast, yeah. and I, I asked him, you know, what 
what what do we suck at? Don't and, ever ask people that. No, but <laughs> I didn't. I can't remember what I said. But he's like, uh, well, you guys have been really visual. Like it's a. I was like, I know. I know we've been doing that a it's lot. On purpose stuff. Ever since we got on YouTube, we've struggled. So just know that we know. That's the point. We're aware. Go watch it on YouTube. We're tr- on our if website. If you're in the car listening to it, then then hopefully we'll remember to post it to Facebook. If not, right. check it out on YouTube. Fine. What Spencer's holding up is about a little bit bigger than a half dollar. Yes. And it looks like a washer with ribs on the inside. Well, what do you think those ribs are? Uh... I don't know. It looks like a. They were in uh, the. These were invented. You know, it's it's one of the reasons that we won the Revolutionary War. Oh, ballistics! It's a rifle. It's rifling. Rifling. So this is. Is a, that a cross section? A part of a the gun that's let, on an A10. So someone took the barrel, and just cut a bunch of slots out of it. That's actually. It's actually pretty freaking cool. Yeah, to be honest, right? Cross section. So I saw this and I was like, "That's way too big to be a barrel of a gun." <laughs> so I three D printed a uh, two scale bullet. Oh my A10, gosh! And <laughs> sure enough, it that's amazing. Right on there. <laughs> oh my god! Let me see that. It's a little phallic, but it's okay. <laughs> If you put that next to your bed, someone might be. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the color of the. Uh, it, it is. It's thing. it's it's uh, PLA slash wood. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. See, yeah. see stubs. Yeah, for the audio, that's cool. So that's the rifling. Yeah. So that got me, of course, into because you know this is huge. That's uh, massive. This hits you and. There's no coming back. No, that would blow your so whole I, I, side So I started off. diving into a hole about a ten rounds and, and and if I remember right, they're like seventy two dollars a piece uh, or more. And when they come out of the gun, it's at like a hundred per second, I think. No, but let's talk about okay, that. okay, okay. So I uh, I found out what the rounds per minute was on a a ten, and I I compared that to. Um, because it has a very distinct the, the, yeah uh, the M two forty nine. So the M two forty nine is our uh, squad automatic weapon that our our troops use, or I don't know if they still use. They might have got a new one, but Are they uh, mounted. No, it's one that you can carry. Okay, and uh, it shoots at around. Uh, it can do up to eight hundred fifty rounds a minute. Okay, but, uh, that's not always the case if it's mounted and is. Uh, I think cool that can do that, but sure. then the M4, our standard rifle, uh, it does about 950 rounds a minute. Okay. So that's just a base there for you know what these guns do. Now, what I want you to do. Should we play some audio? Just to oh, you're, 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 yeah. Okay. So take your camera. Okay. And I just want you to take it. And I want you to put it right here on on the on the table. Okay. No one can hear you. I know. What I'm going to do is show you the rounds per minute of an A10. Okay. So right now this is, I have your, top of your MacBook is front and center. Okay. So right, it's going to land right around here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let me go further yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. So all I need you to do. I'll put this on TikTok. Oh, good idea. All I need you to do is count to one. Okay? Like, Tell me when you're ready. So I'll say zero, one. Okay? Okay. A three, two, one, zero, 
one. <laughs> That's how many in one second? 65 rounds per second is what the A-10 does. That's incredible. 60, so, this, this all of this, it, in one <laughs> second. <laughs> Can you pull up some audio? Uh, probably. Of an A-10 while I try and fix this? <laughs> I should just have that on standby, right? Because it's, it's a very distinct sound. It is. And uh, as, very frightening. as I was looking through the internet, there was someone that posted, could you live being struck by an A-10 bullet? And the resounding answer was no, uh, not only because if, if, even if you didn't get hit by it, if it landed near you, it explodes in such a way that there's so much shrapnel. Oh, they're, if, if it hit, no. They're not necessarily incendiary. But they just... Right. They yeah. have incendiary ones, They though. do. Yeah. Uh, or this, if you're... This is misleading, by the way, because huh. it, this is the round, not this. Like, it's this well, whole thing, that's right? that's because I ran out of uh, filament, and I had to switch. I ran out right. of black. So well, let's just make sure people understand this that... This is... Uh, actually, this is probably the, the most... Uh, the closest... Ec- this, representation of what the actual... This is the actual round that exits might, it the... It might be just a little longer than that, but yeah. It exits the rifle, like it's... a rifle? The barrel. Like, it's it's huge. It and is. If this, if this hit me right here... It at, doesn't actually matter where it hits you. I think you bleed out pretty much but, instantly, right? But I mean, what is it traveling at, maybe? Like, uh, 2,000 2, feet per second? I bet it says somewhere on here. I'm hold, sure. Hold on. Hold on. I've got the... I'm going to hold it right here on my shoulder. Rate of fire, 3,900 rate. 30, it is, it's 3,900 uh, per, per minute. Rounds. 3,900. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this before because when they do their little burnt runs, we're like, that cost 13 grand yeah. in, just, in just ammunition. I'm not seeing the... What would that be called? The... Velocity. Oh, yeah. Airspeed, <laughs> the ground speed of a. Uh, I mean, anyway, I mean, it would, you're gonna find it, but this would, yeah, it would just blow my arm off and probably most of my right side. Okay, it says that's cool. A thousand sixty-seven meters per second. Now, so that's like three thousand feet per. Se- yeah, I was I was close. Were you? I was close. I mean, you're gonna convert it to American well, real quick. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> meters come on oh not millimeters sorry meters all right did you make these for your dad no i made these for the show or, so or, i can or, have or, one yeah you can have oh, as sweet. many of them as you want 3500 feet per second per second wow, i think a shotgun is like 1200 feet per second and yeah. and part of the a10 is is when that uh i had the sound pulled up where'd it go um when that uh gun goes off it pushes the plane back a little bit right. because of the force that comes out of it. Especially... There it is. And you know what's even more That's creepy, so creepy about the A-10 is that you... And, and we know this because they land here occasionally. You don't hear them. They're super quiet. You don't quiet. hear them. They're quite quiet, even though they have two engines. Right. They are. You don't hear them coming until it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're super quiet. Oh. oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. So that was like a one-second burst. They're right there. Like, yeah. So that I, wonder, was... I wonder how many times, how many rounds did they actually carry? I don't know. It seems like that would be one trigger pull and you'd real, be out, real. right? <laughs> I mean, think if you were a ground troop, though. 
and yeah. you knew they were sending an A10, you'd well, be like, I mean, oh. That's why they're fear. That's why they're still in service, despite yeah. the fact that they... Uh, because they're, they're super agile, too, you know, for a gunship. Like, yeah. They're, they're very agile. Uh, well, they're not so much... They, they are. They're... they're maneuverable enough maneuverable yeah uh but it's basically it's more that their their bottom is armored and so you know rounds oh. don't really pierce them as right. well chaff um, the chaff so it's easier for them to get lower um 1972 they stopped producing them they haven't made a new one since 1984 so they're reliable well yeah that's what we just got this contract here at hill air force base to, to do to repair them to keep him going through, I think, 2035. Because it is a very unique weapon. Like It is. There's nothing else like it's it It's like in if the you world. combined... If you combined a fighter jet with, like, a Blackhawk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, to have that kind of gun yeah, on a uh, plane the only The only other place that this particular gun, it's called the GAU-8, the G Ga eight G A U eight Gao is uh it's on uh, boats it's on ships mm. uh to shoot at uh, pirates I don't know what else they're shooting at now. either one <laughs> yeah it could be it could be anti aircraft yeah. yeah um but the, it's too big to be mounted on anything else I mean it, it's going so fast that you'd probably only have to put like one tracer every like forty rounds. Rather than like every third round, probably don't <laughs> tracer. You just—that's true. It, you just from what, the from what I was saying, if it lands near you, it's there's. I mean, <laughs> they're so big. They're so, so big. Two, so yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe he holds the trigger for two seconds instead of. And depending on how fast one. he's going, so it's just. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's crazy. You should look up some videos of A10s like practicing though, because it's just a line of. You see, like a. Like an old Jeep. Right. And it's just a line of dust. And then the, right. the Jeep's on fire when the dust clears. <laughs> it's crazy. And all you hear is brrrr. You don't hear the <laughs> engine, anything. It's pretty intense. It's probably my favorite plane. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. And, you know, in this, I also looked up, because um, most of our other planes use 20 millimeter rounds or 25 millimeter rounds. And what rounds. are these? 30. 30, okay. And, uh, if you just uh, well, hold on. Let me see. I'm if so I can. glad you printed so many. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the things that you do for this show. I mean, <laughs> the the comparison here on our standard bullet. Let me send you this picture I just downloaded. Okay. Um, it's quite quite staggering. So this is what you'll find on like uh, F-16s and um. I think the F thirty five might have a bit of a bigger round, but but uh, the size comparison there is pretty. Uh, That's in, okay, yeah. Let's move this over real quick. That's uh, that's a significant difference, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean it's like a foot long. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. here you go. All right, so that's a standard on the top, standard twenty millimeter fighter round. And then an A10 30 millimeter round. Essentially, the entire length of the 20 millimeter round fits in the shell casing, the shell casing of the A10 30 millimeter. It's a hell of a shell casing, too. That's so big. For those of you who won't watch this, <laughs> it's 11.4 inches long. Oh, here's a... Here's a, here's a and so is this round. <laughs> <laughs> that was coming to me, into my mind, as right. you were saying that. <laughs> 
Oh, that's funny. Here's a yeah. There's a another comparison here of wow. That's so. so I mean, it makes a fifty mil point uh, fifty millimeter look <laughs> like uh, nothing. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, I got to figure out. I got I got uh, a little screwdriver. Yeah. I I I found these on the internet here. Yeah. And I was like, why? why how, how have I gone my whole life without these? There's been so many times I'm like, man. Oh, you found this on the same Etsy site? No, it was on uh, Amazon. I was trying to figure out what to, because this is just weird. Just like, but I'm gonna attach some of these, a keychain. Ah, these. It's a key, make it a keychain. Yeah. And the round you, is how you hold the keys. Right. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's, it's what you attach to it if you give right. it to someone to go to the bathroom, you know, like at the the Seven Eleven. Right. <laughs> that that's pretty like that's such a cool idea to take the barrel of a gun and and there's slice actually, it. Yeah, there's lots of uh, like um, there's a few websites that do stuff like there's one that takes pieces out of uh, airplanes, like yeah. uh, well, obviously out of commercial planes, and makes them into keychains or luggage tags huh and uh you know it'll even have like the the rest of the livery on it so you can tell it's a southwest plane or whatever right. and it's all scratched up and yeah, it's like it's the uh cool. you know it's like basketball cards that have a little piece of jersey in them now oh do they yeah wow that's yeah. pretty fancy and, and baseball cards i didn't know those were still even a thing wow there I, are you know there are rounds everywhere everybody's got a thing <laughs> and some for some people it's uh 3d printed a ten rounds for others. It's baseball cards or sex robots. You know, right? Who are we to judge? No one. We are no one to judge. <sighs> well, since we're on the topic here of a tens, uh, <laughs> this is that's a terrible <laughs> transition. Um, I want to talk about football stadiums. Okay, is that are we good with that? I mean, it's a little it's a little edgy for the program, but. <laughs> I think we're. I think we'll be okay. All right. So what I'm going to do here is uh, I'm going to send you a series of pictures. Okay. Okay. So let's put uh, and and we will describe these in detail <laughs> for all of you that uh, are listening in your car right now. Okay. So the first picture I'm sending you, and if you could, if you could get these pictures and uh, get them all on the screen at the same time as I send them to you. So just oh, okay. shrink them down and. I'll do my best here. You you got it. It doesn't need to be all at once. But what do you know what that is right there? That looks like a baseball diamond. It is. It's a baseball okay. stadium. That is actually a local stadium. Oh, Smith's. Yes, it's Smith's Ballpark. Uh, m but most importantly, what I want to talk about here. Utah Bees, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the uh, capacity for the stadium is? Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say ten thousand. Close. It's a, it's around fourteen. Okay. And that looks pretty full, right? It's yeah. A pretty full crowd there. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up, I'm gonna send you something that you are probably pretty familiar with. NASCAR. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Oh yes. Okay. So this is what. This is Energy Solutions Arena. Vivint Smart Home oh, Arena. Oh, excuse me. Excuse or, me. Or as some people still call it, the Delta Center. Uh, do you know what the capacity? Nineteen thousand. Yeah, it's it's uh, we're gonna round up to twenty because sure. it is like nineteen thousand something. But right. yeah, it's right around twenty thousand, and that looks like a soul. I think they have a a sellout record, don't they? Yes, I think they went all well. Let's go back a season because of the pandemic. Right. Well, they okay. had a sellout record for that season because Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. 
By the Speaking way, of which, Rudy, Rudy Gobert just got 204 I, mil. I'm a little surprised they paid him that much, but, I mean, cool. Defensive whatever. player of the year, man, over and over again. 200 million. I know. Well, they were worried about it. I saw a headline that he might go to the Celtics because the Jazz can't afford him. Because yeah, of Donovan. I'm sure their new owner could, you know, take care of yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so this is uh, clearly. All right. So our next one here is another baseball stadium. It's Yankees. It's a Yankee stadium. Any idea what their capacity is? Oh, man, they got one, two, three tier, four tiers. Yeah. One, two, three, four tiers plus a, a ground level here. Uh-huh. Uh, 25,000. No, 50. 50,000 yeah, right. to watch a it's, baseball it's game. It's like 47, pretty close to 50,000. That's though. incredible. Uh, it's it's a pretty big one. The biggest baseball stadium is actually the Dodger Stadium, but most baseball stadiums stay between 40 and 50. For the for the majors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. obviously. All right, now I'm going to send you a couple uh, of football stadiums. Okay. This is, uh, this is Levi's Stadium. It's a newer stadium. It's in San Francisco. Um, what do you think the capacity? Now, this is a pretty, this is a smaller field, even though it's newer. Two, but they're one, two, three, four tiers that are large and all the way around and clearly taller. Yeah. Oh, uh, this was 50 over here? Yeah. I'm going to say this is 150. No, 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 no. That's, there's no stadium that big in the U.S. <laughs> okay. It's 70. 70, okay. I think it can be expanded to 80 or so or maybe more, but, okay. um, yeah, even the biggest stadium is is not quite that. Uh... All right, I okay. just sent you another one here. Okay, I got it. It's, uh, this is the Jets MetLife Stadium. It holds eighty thousand. Okay. Okay, and then one last picture I'm going to send you here is the AT and T Stadium, which is top five of the biggest NFL stadiums. It's in uh, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. It holds between eighty and one hundred and five thousand. Just one hundred and five thousand. Just oh depending gosh. on the configuration. That's insane. But we're gonna say ninety because it's kind of a a uh, in the middle number there. Now we have all these on the screen. As best I can. Yeah. Uh, and and all these stadiums that I put up here are sold out. Okay. Okay. They are full to capacity. Okay. Now. If you thought this was going to be a cheery topic. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it was a topic at all. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Now, as you look at all these stadiums with all these people inside, though that is roughly the amount of people that have died in the U.S. from coronavirus this year. Uh, So I got to get all of them on the screen then, is what you're saying. Yeah. Because it's not – it's all of these – combined is what you're saying. I'm really into object lessons today. <laughs> I like it. So all of these stadiums combined, which we have one, two, three, four, five, six? Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'll just do one of those. Oh, wow. Um, that's, oh, man, that's so... So, you know, you, you still hear people saying that it's a hoax or wearing a mask doesn't help. Um... <sighs> For 324,000 families in the U.S. that has not been their experience uh, with this virus. I don't know how you can call it a hoax still. Well, yeah. And I have seen certain people who are on the hoax train say, we don't think the virus is a hoax. We think the response is a hoax. And we think these numbers have been inflated, which is a whole... Yeah, that's a whole another listen, thing. Listen, listen. But... A doctor declares the reason for death. 
yeah. be it a medical examiner who was an MD or an emergency room physician or whoever. Mm-hmm. They're not, they don't get paid based on the cause of death. <laughs> right. So there's absolutely no incentive for a doctor to change the cause of death other than you'll lose your license if you do. Right. You'll lose your medical license. And then I've heard the arg- the argument like, well, you know, they have a terminal or they have an underlying condition, right? Which I think, have we talked we about did, this? We did, kind of, and uh, we kind of debunked that because you said that if you had cancer uh, and, and you had three weeks to live and you got in a car accident and died... What did you die of? The car accident. The car accident. The cause of death is a car accident. Right. So now just replace car accident with COVID-19. Right. I, yeah, anyway. So whether they had, you know, whether, uh, yeah, a lot of these people have been elderly. A lot of them haven't. Uh, but whether they had another an extra week to live or an extra, you know, 20 years to live or more, it, it really doesn't matter no. to the people who lost them. The reason they died was because of this virus that has been uh, scientifically, if I can use that word without losing people, <laughs> proven that it could... It's just observationally, you can see proof that it could have been handled better mm-hmm. in similar countries with similar density. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we do have the worst numbers. And, you know, Japan, I, I like to use Japan a lot because uh, Tokyo has 37 million people in it, which is basically... Los Angeles, New York, Dallas, it's and, California, and, and Houston combined. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they're not even on the top like fifty list of no of and the worst countries with or them cities. that dense. With them that dense, they should be. Yeah, it's, it's they're a, right on top of each other, and they all use public transportation, and but they also all wear masks. So it's right. you know, I have something to bring up though. Yeah, going back to capacity of stadiums mm-hmm. have you looked at nascar did you look at nascar i didn't because no. some of those grandstands yeah they are pretty big are like quarter million people yeah it's insane i don't know where they park i mean i don't know where these people park <laughs> <laughs> luckily there's probably subways and stuff but you know you go to talladega india oh yeah there's a lot indianapolis motor speedway says it has a capacity of 257,000 a quarter million people to watch cars that's kind of crazy go around in a circle so instead of all these stadiums <laughs> just look at the indianapolis motor speedway plus yankee stadium and we're there right yes you still can't yeah you still can't get them all in one you know unless you go to china but maybe one I of their thought, stadiums i thought that it just might help to give a visualization because, you know, we get these deaths every day now. I still get texts from KSL every day that are like, 2,000 cases, seven new deaths. Yeah. And uh, it's it's crazy. You know, we're basically having 9-11 every day. Every day. Uh, I think we surpassed our record for over 3,000 deaths in a day this week. Yes. I, I did see a, a thing that was like five deadliest days in American history. Mm-hmm. And it was like Pearl Harbor, 9-11. Yesterday, June the day 20th. before, and the day before that. <laughs> December 2nd. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So, no, this is very... And man. just remember, these aren't days that are going to really live in infamy. You know, they're not going to get together every year and read these names like they do for 9-11. There's not going to be a big memorial like there is at uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, It's just, uh, 
it's just going to be the year that kind of sucked. And, right. Uh, People are going to attribute it to, well, that's shit luck. Basically. Which it wasn't, though. Well, yeah. We have an administration that did nothing. Yeah. Oh, but I cut off travel from China. <laughs> no, you cut off Chinese nationals. Right. But the guy who had it first in Washington from yeah, China. came from China. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. The Trump virus. Um... So yeah, there's a happy little visualization for you, and and maybe maybe you can also think about uh, hopefully next year we will have uh, the ability to go back to these stadiums and uh, try and start to normalize because this week the first vaccines rolled out. That's true, and uh, the Moderna vaccine was approved yesterday evening, I believe, yep. and. Just this was just in like half an hour ago. Congress agreed on a on a bill. I'm gonna get six hundred more dollars. <laughs> it's laughable, man. Hey, I'll it's, take it. You know what I'm really bummed out you about? Yeah, how much Canadians are getting? How much? Like two grand. Since the pandemic started. No. Two two grand a month. What? Two grand a month. And they're like, oh, America, you just eighteen hundred dollars. That. That's enough to last you a year, right? How more how more out of touch could you well, appear? Well, I think that they uh, there there is a case to be made that because of our population size vastly different than Canada, uh maybe they should have taken more of a wage uh, approach to this instead of having the cutoff be was it like 90,000 or something? They a probably year? could have taken 10% of our defense budget. And well, that's true. And paid Americans <laughs> to stay home, and this virus would have been curtailed in April. In April, uh, it's, it's I'm not. It's not hyperbolic. I'm just saying, the only, but with with the exception of a vaccine, which we now have, right. The only other thing that was going to stop this was to pay Americans to stay home, <laughs> which is what Canada did. It's what all every other developed nation did. Like. The Netherlands is paying like ninety percent. Did you hear Sweden, the king of Sweden? Because you know Sweden, they went the uh, herd immunity route. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he said it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. And he was he's like all embarrassed and like, right. I don't think it was his idea. He, he, it's probably his prime he, minister. He made it seem like he was blaming the country. So <laughs> I guess he's just a figurehead. None like, of you uh, guys got sick enough quick enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. If you follow me on Facebook, you may have seen me post about Enrique Tario, the head of the Proud Boys. Which makes the Proud Boys not a racist organization. Because he's black Cuban. And his name's Enrique. Tario. Which... Yes. Uh, I posted because I saw that he posted on Parler, that new social media platform. There's a, there's a new one. Parler that doesn't take down any fake news. So a bunch of people on the right are moving there so that they can post their fake stories. Dead serious. Um, anyway, he posted, they were, he was in D.C., and he said I, something along the lines of, uh, just got a last-minute invite to an undisclosed location. I'm in awe. Oh, okay? yeah, I remember we talked about that. So I posted on Facebook, I, I suppose Trump invited Enrique Tario to the White House, which uh, just speaks volumes about Trump. Okay, I retracted it. I was wrong because he lied. He, he wasn't invited. He was on a public White House tour. Oh. <laughs> what a dude. <laughs> the head of the Proud Boys went on a public White House tour, which you do have to get approval from, like, a, your congressman. You have to get on a list. Oh, really? Um, 
So there's there's hoops. There's rigmarole. But then he posted it as if he was invited there by the president. And no, he was just on a tour. Just saw the downstairs. So he didn't have a, a get-together meeting about their <laughs> coup that they're going to have on January 20th. Right. And I will give an ounce of credit to Trump here. Uh-huh. Uh, yesterday, he, or maybe it was this morning, tweeted that martial law equals fake news. Did you see the headlines about this? I didn't. I, last, I heard, last thing I saw was that even uh, Rudy Giuliani was getting a little <laughs> scared about what right. he was saying. <laughs> so the suggestion was from Michael Flynn, of all people. General Michael Flynn right. um, and others was to impose martial law in the swing states to commandeer the voting machines so they could be forensically analyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess they don't trust who's doing it now. Now, generals, the chief of staff of the army, many other people, Secretary of Defense have come out and said there's no way that martial law will ever be imposed. Because in the Constitution, the only time that martial law can be imposed is if there's no judiciary, if the judiciary is broken. Mm-hmm. If there's no judges, there's no way to enforce the law. If there's no other way to enforce the law, that's the only time you can impose it. Oh, well. So all those people in Trump's cabinet have said, no, we're not going to. So he tweeted, it's fake news. Made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. He's not going to go martial law route. And then there was talk about appointing Sidney Powell. As a special prosecutor, special counsel. Sidney mm-hmm. <laughs> Powell ne- is the next Robert Mueller. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Um, there's a lot of people who, I really don't know how many, but there's a lot of people who still think that Trump is going to be in. Yeah, I see. I mean, I mean, there's people still waving flags and wearing hats, and I, I'm like... I don't know what the representation is. Yeah, I couldn't give you a number. Because I certainly don't think all 74 million people who voted for him think that. I really don't. I would imagine that the majority of Republicans, the sane majority, are like, okay, like, right. let's move he on. Lost. I mean, he, it, yeah. We didn't like him anyway, but yeah. So better, I have a, better than Hillary. Right. I have a Facebook buddy who sent me a, a video yesterday. Uh, he's a Trump supporter, and he, he asked me to watch it. And it was a guy, I don't know his name, he seemed very smart, um, running down how Trump could still get into office mm-hmm. based on the Constitution and the Electoral Count Act mm-hmm. of 1887. Long story short, if you want my take on it, I, I did some digging. I'm not saying that I'm a legal scholar or that I am smarter than this man, mm-hmm. but the way I read the Electoral Count Act mm-hmm. and the way that it works, that it operates, I don't see a way. I, I don't see a way. I am. Uh, yeah. People can raise objections. Senators and, and representatives can raise objections to a state's electors if they have someone from the other house on board with them. Does that make sense? Emperor Mitch McConnell Palpatine <laughs> has thrown in the towel. It's right. time to... No, the, there's, there's representatives who have already said they're going to object. There are senators who said they might sign on. But even if they do, you have to convince both chambers of Congress separately that that we should throw those electors out. Right. You're, it's not going to happen. You're never going to convince a Democratic House, let alone what could be a Democratic Congress, because Congress is sworn in the day before the electors meet. Okay? Oh. So they're sworn in on the, on the well, the runoff in Georgia is on the 5th. I don't know how that's going to work. Any, anyway, uh, just to put your minds at ease, 
based on what I read about the Electoral Count Act and the 12th Amendment, I really don't see a way that Trump can weasel his way into this at all. I really don't. Do you think he's just doing this to to save face? I don't think he knows how to I, – I really think he has – I think he has a personality disorder. I don't think oh, he yeah. knows how to accept defeat. I really don't think he does. Right. He doesn't have the capacity. He's but, always won. But he was prepared – it seemed like he was prepared to accept defeat the first time around. Like he was planning on losing. I don't is think that, he ever wanted to win. Is that different? But remember, even last time during a debate, he said, I'll accept the results if I win. Oh, right. All along – I think th- I think that he has a lot of dissonance. Right. I think he doesn't know how to accept defeat, but the rational side of him is like, yeah, I, I lost, you know. Um, <laughs> the rational side of him. But I would like to talk about a story real quick. Oh. Um, regarding the, I mean, it can really only be described as hysteria here, um, for people who still think there was a conspiracy. Oh. Have you seen this story? Yeah, I think so. This is a, a an ex-Houston police chief. Okay? So let me cover Wait, that first. Is he ex now or is he ex because of this? He's ex not because of this. Okay. But he was fired originally oh. for arresting 300 people in a grocery store parking lot for drag racing, including people who were just there shopping. How did he arrest 300 people he told his officers to do it I mean, he was the chief the city got sued paid out like 840 grand that's it to people who sued yeah <laughs> and they fired him he appealed it and they they said fine we allow you to resign of course we know the reason why so that he can keep his pension they should have they should have punked him all right we'll allow you to resign <laughs> i resign nope you're fired <laughs> right which i think you and i have talked about on the show i don't I don't really agree with taking away pension. I, I well, what if this guy was a slime bag for fifty years? That's I, I understand what you're saying. If if you can prove that there was corruption for someone's entire career, okay, right? Right. But I mean, let's say you worked at Apple for fifty years, right? And then you got busted for insider trading, mm. or. Just a, you, you got busted for uh, assault. Got, if you worked at Apple for that long, got busted for insider training, then I bet you'll fine. You'll be fine <laughs> without your pension. But the example is: should your retirement be taken away? I guess not. I get it. It's a deterrent, right? I get it. But uh, anyway, so this guy, uh, his name is uh, Aguirre. Is his name Aguirre? He was. He is now a private investigator, Ooh. and he was hired by a GOP PAC in Texas, to investigate claims of voter fraud. Okay. Okay? They start tailing this guy, David Lopez Zuniga. I'll just call him David from now on. David Lopez, who is an air conditioner repairman. Right. An installer. For some reason, they get onto him. They don't ever, they've never said why, Mm -hmm. ever. This private investigator group or Aguirre has never said why. I can tell you why. I, I agree. It's his last name. I agree, and it gets better, okay? <laughs> so here's what happened. David Lopez, air conditioner repairman, is uh, leaving his house one morning in October. Uh-huh. He notices a, a black Suburban behind him. Never seen it before. Mm-hmm. It's acting kind of strange. It's swerving. He thought, the, he thought he was drunk. 
right? So he slows down to let the Suburban pass. Next thing you know, the Suburban just basically slams into him, rams him off the road. He gets out. The guy who hit him looks injured. He has his hand like inside his coat like he's holding an injury. So he goes to approach him to render aid, and the guy pulls out a gun. It's this cop. It's this ex-cop, oh. Aguirre. Puts him at gunpoint, knee on his back, okay? Two other dudes show up, and while he's holding David on the ground at gunpoint, these two other guys search his truck, okay? Mm-hmm. They thought in his truck he had 750,000 fake ballots Wow, that were signed by Latino children because their fingerprints aren't in any database. This is true. This is what they believed. Okay. They believed that this man, this air conditioner repairman, was part of a massive conspiracy to have Latino children sign voters, sign ballots because their fingerprints aren't in a database. And this guy was so convinced that they were in this guy's truck that he ran him off the road. Now, all that aside, we'll get, we'll get into what happens later. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about what 750,000 ballots looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Okay. <laughs> I, I did a little math. I was like, let's just say, even though a ballot is not a normal size piece of paper and it's not normal thickness, it's thicker and longer, uh, you know. <laughs> um, I just wanted to know, like, what is a pallet of paper? How many how many uh, sheets yeah. is that? Yeah, right? okay. Turns out a pallet of just normal copy paper uh-huh. is 200,000 oh, sheets. really? So this guy would have had to have had at least three to four pallets of fake ballots wait, in you, his truck. Wait, you said a pallet is? 200,000. Oh, okay. 200,000 sheets. Sheets. Right. Okay. Normal paper. Right. If anybody's had a, held a ballot, they're, they're longer and like cardstock. Right, right. So besides the obvious of running a man off the road as a private investigator... You thought that he had four pallets in his truck full of, okay, so a cop is driving by, sees this unfolding, goes and stops it, right? The two two dudes are searching his truck, and, and, and I think they take his truck and just abandon it like a few blocks away. This guy's an air conditioner repairman, okay? Uh-huh. The cop listens to this ex-cop oh, who boy. says, I hope you're a patriot, says that to the cop on the scene, Okay. And he says, this is what I'm doing. This is what we believe. This guy's in on it. Blah, blah, blah. David, the victim, is like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. He allows the police to search his car, to search his home, to search his garage. (laughs) He gave up his Fourth Amendment just because this guy's psycho. Right? Mm -hmm. He ends up getting charged a few weeks later with... Assault with a deadly weapon, which in my opinion is light. I think you could Shit. probably go for false imprisonment. And kidnapping. I think you could probably go for a hate crime because he's Mexican or Hispanic. Like, and there's this whole list of, it turns out this nonprofit group, the Liberty Center for God and Country, Ugh. paid 20 private investigators close to $300,000 to conduct a six-week probe of illegal ballots. They claim that this probe that they did saved Texas from going blue. Mm, of course. Right. right. Because my first thought was, well, didn't Trump win Texas? 
That was my first thought. Right. Well, now, they, this happened before the election. Ah, it was in October. So they had to stop it. Right. The, the police asked Aguirre what he knew about the fraud. Uh-huh. He wouldn't work with them. He wouldn't tell them. Hmm. He didn't give them any evidence. Because they're in on it. <laughs> he didn't want to help. And he then asked a lieutenant somewhere, whatever, to, hey, will you just do a traffic stop on, on David, this David guy, for no reason, just so we can search his truck. And the lieutenant's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's a good cop, right? Ooh. So there's so many things wrong with this, but I, the reason I wanted to tell you about it is just to illustrate the depths that people believe well, that this was yeah. That this was fake. Was I personally believe, I believe that 74 million people voted for Trump. I think it's disappointing. Yeah. I don't like how divided we are, but I believe that 74 million people really voted for Trump. I don't understand why people can't believe that 81 million people voted for <laughs> Biden. I don't understand. It is really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they think that they, they think that I'm not saying all Republicans. I'm not saying all Trump supporters. I'm saying these this type of Trump supporter uh-huh. who believes in these conspiracies actually think that no one in their right mind would vote for Biden. Right. I, I'm perfectly willing to accept that people voted for Trump. Good, normal people. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Well, just, you know, they voted on one issue or they just had a different take, whatever. Right. I don't understand the – there's no way that Joe got, got votes. I don't well, understand that argument at all. I mean, all. what's really interesting or funny is that the more people that come out uh, against the conspiracies, like McConnell, yeah, they're like, "Oh, he's in on it." He's in. <laughs> Fox News, they're in. They're on in it. on it. Did you see? Did you see Lou Lou Dobbs had to do like a whole show worth of retractions? <laughs> be- no, <laughs> because the this company. Uh, sued them be- for slander <laughs> regarding the the yeah. like he was slamming them for the conspiracies or he was yeah he it was a, a ballot counting company in California in Los that was only used in Los Angeles County. Uh, here we go. Let me pull this up from the the story here. The Washington. Well, and by Post. the way, while you're looking that up, I have no problem with voting machines being analyzed. Audit the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Fine. If you find something, absolutely something should be done. I just don't happen to believe that Joe Biden won by seven million votes in a fraudulent election. Right. That w- that came down to only like a hundred thousand votes. I don't buy that. Right. You know, I accepted the fact that Trump won by less than a hundred thousand votes total in swing states. Mm-hmm. I accepted that. I was like, shit. He he won by like ten thousand votes in Michigan and couple thousand votes in Ohio. Like, I get that. But now it's voter fraud. Right. Mm. Yeah, so Lou Dobbs here. Uh, top-rated show on Fox Business Network. Uh, <laughs> it's the only show on Fox yeah. Business Network. He's a conservative ally of Trump who has constantly raged over the past month that the president was robbed of a second term by a rigged election. Um, not a rigged erection. But introduced a segment that calmly debunked several accusations of fraud 
that Rudolph Giuliani and other Trump supporter, supporters have lobbed against the election so technology he, company Smartmatic. So he was debunking the fraud allegations. That he first reported on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Let's see. So here. this was the retraction episode. Yeah, there are oh, lots okay. of opinions about the integrity of the election, the irregularities of mail-in voting, which there aren't really any, of election voting machines and voting software. Dobbs told his viewers before introducing Edward Perez, an expert with nonprofit open source election technology institute, to give his assessment of Smartmatic and their recent claims about the company. Uh, and, the, and the segment was in response to a 20-page legal demand letter. That was sent this month by Smartmatic to Fox News Media. Um, basically, a ce- I think it was a cease and desist. Uh, Dominion, who have you heard of Dominion lately? Not the energy company, right? This <laughs> no. is a different one. Dominion voting machines are the oh, right. ones that Sidney Powell argues right, were sent right, 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 by right. Chavez and uh, Fidel Castro. Right. They're they're actually threatened uh, Sidney Powell. Good. With a defamation, looks like they're maybe going to go for a defamation lawsuit oh, or this whatever is the it same be. thing. Fox News is engaged in a concerted disinformation campaign against Smartmatic. Fox News told its millions of viewers and readers that Smartmatic was founded by the late Venezuelan president Hugo Chavez. Oh, so, so, so. <laughs> that its software was designed to fix elections and that Smartmatic conspired with others to defraud the American people and fix the 2020 election. Awesome. I just and from what I understand, Smartmatic was only used in like Los Angeles County throughout the whole country. So. Right, but Dominion, which is must be the same or a sister of some sort, yeah. was used in a lot of places. And what here's what I don't trust, and I, I think it's fair to not trust this. I would not trust Sidney Powell's team mm-hmm. conducting a forensic investigation on these. Right. Right. If anything, they should call like I don't know, fucking Switzerland. Ooh. You know, have them come. The Hague? Yeah, have the Hague <laughs> come and uh, inspect the machines, which there are election monitoring agencies all over the world, that, that including the UN, mm-hmm. that follow elections in all the countries, and none of them have said there's any issue here. No, our own Bill, William Bill Barr... Built, have you heard the Built Bar commercials? <laughs> no. At first I was like, is Bill Barr... <laughs> He switched. He, he switched, switched careers. To, to, <laughs> that's why he resigned. The dude. Bill, we haven't even talked about the fact that Bill Barr got fired. He resigned. Yeah. So did Mike Flynn. <laughs> so did Mad Dog Mattis. Well, I think it's good that all these people are resigning. Well, it's Quitting. funny. He he doesn't have many left, and the ones that he does have does have left. Do have left? <laughs> are are leaking like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole martial law leak was from an Oval Office meeting, you know? Mm-hmm. And it leaked almost immediately. Right. It's that he was looking at martial law, looking at Sidney Powell. Um, and the the thing that we talked about this last time, he's he's turned his supporters against Fox, against the the Supreme Court. I know. Who they were worshiping. Right. Two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now the only trusted news source is Newsmax and OWN. One America News, the OAN. Isn't own Oprah's network? <laughs> not not own <laughs> not that one. O O A N N, I think, is what it is. Um Newsmax. That sounds like a freaking tabloid. They both are. They're both incredible just very right wing. And I'm sure at one point they're gonna have an editor slip and write something 
that Trump doesn't like, and he'll turn on them. <laughs> so he's the ultimate source of information for for the supporters that still believe he won. Right. Um, the other day, so I, you know, I do a lot of freelance graphic design work. Yeah. And I do a lot of work for my friend who uh, is a prop master, and uh, he calls me and he's like, um, "I need you to do a storybook cover." I'm like, "Okay." So I do a storybook cover, like a an old looking one. And I give it to him, and I ask him um, what it's for. <laughs> and he's like, you know, the my pillow guy? Oh, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> you could have put a hidden message in there, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so apparently my, my artwork's going to be on a, uh, a bill. What's his name? Lundell? Didn't the my pillow guy have a cure that he was peddling? Yeah, probably his pillow. He had that some dude, sort of dude's a whack job, man. He had some sort of uh, remedy, essential oil shit. <laughs> that he got he got busted by the Fed saying, "Hey, you can't claim that it cures COVID," because he had an infomercial saying that it did. It's something something weird like that. The My Pillow guy. What's his name? It's I know his last name's Lindell. Just What's type his first just name. My Pillow guy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my pillow guy. Yeah, uh, Mike Lindell. Oh, that's Mike. Mike yeah, Lindell. Um, massive supporter for Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, he's still peddling uh, theories and uh, yeah, throwing money at it as if he's some sort of a person of influence when he's just a. a sp- I mean, look who these guys hire. So the, someone in Texas started a a pack. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's start a pack. We're going to collect some money. They collect some money from a few rich people, one of whom's a doctor in Texas, and they hire people like Aguirre, a fired cop, mm-hmm. police chief, a fired chief, right, to, to conduct the investigation. <laughs> you like? Well, you couldn't find anyone better. That Linda McMahon was his. <laughs> Man, I don't. I'm just I'm excited for January 20th. Apparently on January 6th there's going to be another MAGA march, Ooh. Uh, which is the day the electors meet in the Senate or in in, in Congress. Um, Trump put that on Twitter, so uh, we'll have a massive uh, super spreader event. So do you think come January 20th, was it 20th or 21st? 20th. Do you think that because there's going to be an inauguration, it's yep. going to be they're already building it. Well, it's going to be way scaled down, I guess. I don't yeah. know to the, the extent of... I did hear, I heard, it's members of Congress are invited with a plus one. That's that's the extent. But is there, what about the... I don't know if they the, can stop uh, people from getting on the mall. Oh, okay. They, I mean, I, it is it is a national monument, and they certainly have closed it off before, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't know. Huh. But do you think there's going to be... Any, I'll just call them acts of terror. No, from the Proud Boys and and. Well, I mean, yeah, like little spits and spats here. You know what I mean? I don't think anything organized. The Secret Service and the Capitol Police and DC Police are too. They're too good, frankly, in my opinion. Right. Like, well, now what I like now is that um, basically. Biden becomes president whether he's sworn in or not. Yeah. Correct? So Correct. At that point... Uh, Two massive misconceptions. A concession speech is not needed. Right. No one has to concede. And actually, he doesn't even have to take an oath. 
Right. It's just at noon o'clock or one o'clock on January 20th. Whoever won the electoral votes in the Congress. At that point, he will take over the military. Right. And then any, yeah. So I, we, we shouldn't be worried too much about a coup anymore. No, no. And I'm praying that Trump doesn't leave. I want to see him escorted out. Oh, so bad. I know. Just so badly. No, that would be he's, there's no way he's going to the inauguration. No, no, no. So. He's going to be in Russia. Technically, he'd be trespassing at noon. <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, it's it tradition. The tradition is that the incoming president goes to the White House. They exchange gifts and pleasantries, mm-hmm. and they ride together right. to the inauguration. That's that's tradition. Right. The first ladies go separately, I believe, and and the the presidents go. They les out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of first ladies, have you seen this shit about calling Doctor Jill Biden doctor? What, like what? What why, the fuck, why, man? Why is this even a news? Why? Tucker Carlson, and it wasn't Tucker who be, started it. To, I know it was the Wall Street right. Journal, but Tucker Carlson needs to be dismissed. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. He is the WWF of news of all the I, things. I can't believe it. Of all the things to talk about right now, they've just run out of things. I guess you're going to talk about that her doctorate in education shouldn't denote. And this is the first the time we've really dog. ever heard this about anybody. Right. I it's a, what what? <laughs> like what? Why? I I mean I the the positive thing that I can take away from this is that's the best you've got on Jill Biden. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Because the current first lady was in porn. Right. She's an immigrant, I mean, which Fox hates. Weird question. You know, if if you were given the choice to, you know, make uh you know, Relations with, with Jill. Are you talking so quiet? With Jill Biden or Melania? I mean, uh, <laughs> I'd rather I'd go Joe. <laughs> I'd go Joe all the way. I'd go Donald, man. <laughs> just for the experience. Yeah. Just so you can say you did. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand this the doctor thing I, I guess it's just the best it's they've just, got no, this is the only attack they have man it's just like it's astonishing <laughs> they're like <laughs> can you believe that she taught students when she was the vice first le- can, can you believe that she's she's still going to I teach. know it's like even as first lady I, I mean uh, she said she wants to I don't know if the secret service will let her yeah, but she's still going to teach tricky. it it's a college in Delaware right if tricky. I'm not mistaken yeah yeah um well, before we go to break, I want to ask you one thing. Yeah. Do you watch The Mandalorian? I haven't watched this season. <sighs> I really want to talk about I it. I know, but I just, I like to watch them, you know. Right, whatever. I like to watch them the, all once. At the end of this one, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, so don't turn off the episode, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. But it was funny because after I watch it, I was like, I got to tell somebody about this. And so I texted my friend, one of my friends who I know watches it, and I was like, "Did you watch it?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was crazy." And then, and then, my dad texted me, <laughs> and I, he must have been going through this. And my dad's not a, he watches it, but he's not a Star Wars nerd. And right. he's like, "Dude, <laughs> can you believe?" Anyway, you got to watch it. But, I have, I have seen a lot of praise. But what, uh, what, what I more want to talk about rather than the last episode is 
how this season, you know, you'll see in the season, I'm not giving anything away here, um, how the writers are painting the Empire completely different. Yeah? Yeah. They call, at one point, they actually, uh, a, an ex-Imperial guard calls the Rebellion and the Jedi terrorists. <laughs> of course. It's tr- and, and you hear, you hear, he goes, he says something like, Millions of people died on the Death Star, you know, and and they paint this picture, like uh, you know, there's there's other side to the story, right? And it, it's interesting because I've always kind of thought the Empire was a <laughs> the the bad the bad guys, yeah, but they've always been, but you know, but, Anakin Skywalker, all he wanted was peace. Well, yeah, that's all he wanted. Well, Obi Wan uh, cut off his legs over the past was, like. It, Especially after the the prequels came out, I was like, "Oh, the Empire is the United States, right?" Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> right? You got an old ancient religion coming after the Empire. It's seriously. Oh man, doing little attacks here and there, and then yeah. hiding. Yeah, they're hiding in the mountains in these it, caves. It, it is when you look at it the other way. It's yeah. in, it's interesting. They're taking out our massive, very sophisticated weaponry with. Improvised devices like flying around right, the, the right, walkers, <laughs> right? And and they took out they they took out a planet, but they had to. You know how else? <laughs> how else were they going to stop right. the war? Right. If they didn't take out that planet, Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. Or Alderaan, Alderaan Rack. Right. But yeah, you have to prove uh, you have to prove your might. But that's that was essentially what the guy the, the during this this point of the episode is like. Yeah, we we took out Alderaan, but we had to. How you know how many millions of people died on the Death Star? And how many millions of our, my friends you killed? And it's crazy, man. It's 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 just uh, it's interesting. Okay, all right. Um. Anyway, I guess we should take a break. All right. Fair enough. Fair. And when did they get away from that? When did they stop saying fair and balanced? That's a good point. I don't know. One day they were like, you know. Uh, we should probably let's just admit it. We should probably back away yeah, from let's that. Let's just admit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, I do have some uh, some random headlines for you. We've got uh, four of them today. Yes. Uh, Santa hostages. Santa uh, hostages. Well, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, World War One stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Awesome. And uh, that's probably all we have for you because uh, you know. That first segment was longer than I anticipated. We didn't even talk about a couple topics. That's true. We did good. We did good today. We've done good. Mm. Anyway, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. You know, I felt like I, 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 I stuttered. We'll be right back. <laughs> right back. This is one of those weird third verse nobody knows songs. Winter killed our child. Medicine was rare. He ran outside in his bare feet and then he died right there. Glad that's over. Oh God, there's four. Please don't free the slaves. It's a bad idea. They'll try to get back at us and that's our biggest fear. Oh. And now Adam West High School Choir's original Christmas song, Die Hard. 
I see those looks. Yes, the movie was originally released in summer, but it took place on Christmas Eve, which makes it a Christmas film. This is the Take Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. We're back. Hope you enjoyed the break. By the way, find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, TikTok. Um, the, the other ones don't really matter anymore. I don't even have TikTok. I know, but I, I manage it for us, you know? I'm mostly looking at Instagram because of all the people that we follow. Anyway, there's a lot of great pictures on there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I still post the TikTok videos to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, and I found out a way to get subtitles in there, so if you don't yeah, want to turn that. on the volume. I saw that. Yeah. That's good. A little app, four ninety nine. Oh, really? Does it for you. Uh, but yeah, TikTok, I post little one-minute clips of the show. So you'll get to see a lot of the stuff we talked about today, yeah. you know, easily. Then, like these bullets. I, I posted a picture everywhere. just of my face yesterday. That's hot. Mostly because you don't know how TikTok works. Right, I don't. But it's I all just... about the sound that you use behind whatever you're doing, even though ours is a podcast, so it's just our sound. Uh-huh. One of them said, like, use this sound, you'll get a bunch of views, right? Okay. It's just a song. Just oh. a song. And so I, I just used a picture of my face with my hair messed up. Just here, let me show you. Let me just show you real quick. Because it was just the only picture I thought would be appropriate. <laughs> appropriate? Yeah. Oh. Oh, look, Tucker. I just did that. It's just. Oh, my. It's just my face. Look at that bedhead. Yeah, with the sound behind it. That's apparently supposed to help you get more, more. Uh, what about Tucker? More shit. I don't know. He just he just showed up on my feed for TikTok here. Doctor Jill Biden's status. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is he still talking? Like, if you want to dedicate a segment to it and then like take the heat. But he is digging in his heels, man. It's like every night. He's literally, he's an idiot. Like, you should go. You, well, everybody knows that he. Everyone should Google some of Tucker's conspiracies. Right. And, well, and his lawsuit. Yeah. That Fox had to say. That he wasn't a journalist. That he's, that he's not news. <laughs> that it's a character, basically. He's like an Alex Jones. Oh, uh, anyway. All right. So, um, this one is out of Canada. Canada. This first random headlines: construction crews digging up a baseball field in Ontario. Why were they digging up a baseball field? Uh, putting in a hockey rink, mm, I would think. Maybe. I mean, do they do that every <laughs> every winter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there was something buried under the pitcher's mound. Uh, okay, which is kind of odd. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So they were digging up the ballpark, which is to become the site of a new public school, which I'm sure will have a hockey rink. Right. Uh, they discovered a World War One German cannon 
<laughs> buried <laughs> under the pitcher's mound. <laughs> what the? F- I I don't know what. Like the, a f- <laughs> what? City officials said the cannon was brought to the town in 1922, and was displayed alongside a. Uh, I don't know what that is at the high school. Centifa? That's a big Stop. cannon. Yeah. What? What? They just put it under the. <laughs> just right under the pitcher's mound. Yeah. So why was it delivered to the town? Uh, Kim was brought to the town. It doesn't say. That's the. I mean. Oh, okay. So this is the essence of so random headlines. The cannon was moved to Centennial Park in 1971 to make way for an expansion. This school needs to stop expanding. Uh, just build it big enough the first time. <laughs> what are the odds that it's right under the pitcher's mound? I don't know. Well, this says the cannon was to be was determined to be in poor condition, so they buried it underneath. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? That's what you do with That's cannons. What you do in Canada, you're just like this doesn't work. <laughs> Let's just bury it. <laughs> you think they, they bury their cars there when they break down? They're like, oh, oh my ride, oh my ride. <laughs> <laughs> Get the shovel. <laughs> Volvo. <laughs> That's so weird, man. Random headlines. I love them. Yeah, best segment. So I don't know what they did with it afterwards, but hopefully I think they uh, buried it again because it was in such bad shape. <laughs> they built it in another. <laughs> we we just under the pictures, man. It gives luck, you know. Right. And and and, and uh, oh man. So it looks like they might be restored. Oh yeah, it's going to be put in a museum. That's like why, when, why didn't they do that the first right, time? Right. Like, is it supposed to be like a time capsule or right. something? That's what I was going to say. It reminds <laughs> me of when we find time capsules that we don't remember we right. put. Right. Like in, in fifty years, someone's gonna dig up this cannon and be like, "What?" <laughs> right? Like, oh, we we found a time capsule downtown. We we forgot about it. Was called, think it would be call the bomb squad. Like, <laughs> I think it'd be something that would be passed down. Like, oh, by the way, you're yeah. taking office. Uh, there's a there's time a, capsule. There's a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should know. So do it's, with it what you will. It's live. <laughs> I was considering burying it, but you know. Yeah, it's a good one. Whatever you want. I like it. All right, next one's out of Wisconsin, where a, um, I believe this was a teenager, an 18-year-old, was pulled over by the Wisconsin State Police uh, because he had wrapped his Camaro in Christmas lights. <laughs> it is just completely wrapped in Christmas lights, and apparently it's illegal to do that. You cannot drive uh, while decorating. and uh, Much like Guinness. Yeah, it's just not accepted. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the uh, the officer, you know, complimented him for his creativity, and I just like to say that it's not that creative. He just kind of slung lights all over. Right. You know. I've, right. I've seen better for sure. And they'll let him go with a warning. I wonder what that warning like if if they wrote it on a piece of paper. What would that <sighs> failure to not put Christmas? <laughs> yeah. It's why is it illegal? You know what code? What code is it violating? I, I don't know. You could you could you could pull them in and out of the socket and pull somebody. Out. <laughs> <laughs> that Christmas car is pulling me over. Right. <laughs> I will. You know, I worked for X ninety six for a bit. Yeah. And drove the short bus around. Oh yeah. And it had it was a working school bus. Yeah. It had the yellow and red lights up top. Right. And when we got to an event, I would flip them on. Right. Uh, I was at a Jiffy Lube on Foothill Boulevard, uh-huh. in Salt Lake. And just chilling, doing a remote. 
and a highway patrolman walks in. He's like, you driving that bus? I'm like, well, not right now. <laughs> He's like, you can't have those lights. I'm like, what are you, like, on? I'm like, I'll, I'll go turn them off. That's fine. He's like, no, you can't have them. You need to put covers over them. I'm like, okay, will do. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm putting covers over the lights? It's weird. I don't know. It was weird. I don't think that you can have most a lot of the lights on your car as long as you only use them when you're right. I was in the parked. Jiffy Lube parking lot. Right. I wasn't on the. I wasn't even on the street. I like, mean, there's like. Uh, and I had the yellows on, by the way, not the reds. Right. There's like uh, people have old fire trucks and stuff that they, they right. use for things, and as long as they don't turn on the lights, and it's yeah. fine. I remember thinking. Do you that's... think he was just a dick? Well, obviously he stopped. <laughs> he didn't ask for any free swag. Huh. He didn't say hello to the DJ. He just, you know, because I like to think of as cops as just normal people. Like reflect on my, like if I was driving around on a Saturday, and what was the temperature like? Was it a cold day or a hot day? Do you remember on Saturday? No, when you were doing this remote. Oh, it was a hot day. So, do I want to get out of my air conditioning car? I'm probably not going to write a ticket. Right. This isn't a big deal. Ooh, like, what would possess me just being in a, a bad mood? I don't know. You know? It was super weird because the other vehicle, the incident management vehicle, mm-hmm. had, had wigwags, you know? Right. The headlights. They never got mad about those. Weird. I mean, obviously, you know, I'd accidentally turn them on the road because the switch was right by the cup holder. Yeah. So I'd pick my drink up and flip them on. <laughs> people would move. Yeah, well, of course. I, when my sister had a white charger, people would move when you pulled <laughs> of up course, behind. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of chargers, uh, a goat, <laughs> a sheep, and three lambs besieged, what the story says, <laughs> a municipal building in Turkey. So a goat and a sheep, they, they pri- paid a surprise visit to this Turkish city hall. Uh, and there is a video if you want to see it out there. Is this of, on the um, IndianExpress.com? Probably. Is oh, this yeah, it? That looks like it. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Gang of horns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so these these animals actually uh, uh, were pretty aggressive, and they started like ramming people and not letting them out of the building. <laughs> and you know, I I say I say just let them let them live there, man. It's right. theirs. It's theirs now. You got kicked out. Yeah. You know, if it was olden times, all you had to do was go storm a castle and kill everyone. And right. So, I mean, you know, these goats and sheep and lambs don't know any better. So I've, I've heard that wildlife is coming back to towns <laughs> because of, of COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah. That was a, a big thing in the beginning. I think we even had stories about it. I know we did because it was big news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, boars are trying to kill us. Oh, I found a video. Uh, yeah, it's just... funny because it looks like one of those crime videos where you're going to see a police shooting or something. <laughs> it's these goats, and they're like, hey, hey! Get off those steps. Get out of here! Well, if you run, yeah, man. Oh, then they just, yeah, they picked him at random. Random target. I don't know. Was it racially motivated? Could have been. Hey, don't hit his face. That's mean. It's just a little sheep. <laughs> oh, that guy's trying to do something different to that sheep. <laughs> Oh, I gotta pause this. Pause it. Pause it. <laughs> no wonder the sheep got so mad. He had his Velcro gloves with him. Oh man, they're just they're basically these three sheep, a goat, and a lamb, or what? I don't know what I think it, was. it was. Three lambs. Three lambs, a goat, and a sheep. Yeah, that's We're the name of my next band. Chasing, <laughs> chasing people around Turkey. So the next story is that of Peruvia, <laughs> or as some people call it Peru. 
I like Peruvia. But Peruvian police drug squad members, I guess they often disguise themselves when they're doing a raid. Sure. So imagine, if you will, a raid here. You've seen them on cops. They usually ski mask or something. Well, or just when the SWAT comes. You know, they have their gear on, their guns. They bust in the door. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we're talking about here. Sure. So I guess they do that. I don't know exactly what they dress up as, but for this particular time, they dressed up as Santa Claus yes. and an elf <laughs> with bulletproof vests. Scared the hell out of those poor children. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Santa beating down the door? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it was a, a drug sting. Uh, in the El Salvador district of Lima. I like it. Uh, did you see a picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some pictures there. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a picture of them after, and they have their... So their vests were underneath. Yeah. Yeah, well, this guy was over. Anyway, yeah, it looks... Oh, he was wearing a coat. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I think good. our police should start doing that. Why not? Maybe not Santa Claus, because that just seems right. cruel. Why is Santa holding that man that's <laughs> screaming about... Right. <laughs> About conspiracies and... I mean, yeah, this is a true sub for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> this is Santa's side job. It's right. his, his other career that, you know, he gets as he gets older into age, he's like, do I really want to do this the rest well, of my life? Well, he's got... I mean, the rest of the year, he's got to do something. Right. You know? Right. And when he's not enforcing his slave labor right. of, 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 of the elves, of elves right. um, then, yeah, he's busting down houses yeah. in Peruvia. Right. Peruvia. Anyway, that's random headlines. Well, congratulations. Uh, that was a good. It <laughs> was a good random headlines. Uh, thank you. I liked it a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, did you want to talk about this uh, guns and Christians? Sure. Um, you sent me an article. Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, driving around the other day, or home from work, and. Uh, there was uh, someone being interviewed on KSL here locally uh, by one of their uh, their midday hosts, uh, and she uh, actually I don't think she wrote the report. I think that she well maybe she did or was part of it, but basically a couple people at Kansas State University did uh, a bunch of uh, research, uh, research that uh, that hasn't been really done before right on the kinds of people that buy guns yeah because it's hard you know in most research you want a way to quantify things uh-huh and this is all qualitative data like tell me about your religion tell me how devout you are that kind of thing from what i gathered when i was reading it right they wanted to know if religion played an aspect or was a variable to determine one's proclivity to gun ownership Right, and it turns out that it does. <laughs> it absolutely does. Um, what they found is that uh, uh, not only is the U.S. the most devout... Um, Christian nation, right? Uh, yeah, she s- said religion, but then she went on later to say that it was mainly Christian. Mainly Christian sects, right. Um, and they are also the most well-armed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, people don't... Uh, it's a paradox right. that goes untalked about quite a bit. Um, I, you know, I've heard. I, it, it's funny you sent this to me because I was talking to Ashley about the the oxymoron in my head, or the uh, what's the word? 
the juxtaposition mm-hmm. of using God and guns in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. But people do. They say, like, God, guns, and freedom. Right. Or God, guns, and America. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it's just weird. It's weird to me. I'm a gun owner. Right. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. But I don't own a gun because I believe in God. And I don't believe in God because I own a gun. Well, one of the, the, the more interesting things that they found in the study is that uh, people who were um, – the, the people who owned more guns were – they were religious, but they weren't like everyday – Churchgoers, right. they weren't super into the they religion. Weren't the super either. devout. They weren't, yeah. And and the people who didn't buy guns were people who didn't believe in in Christianity at all. But the people that that uh, oh, the people that sorry, what did I say that wrong? So the most religious people don't, don't buy, buy guns, guns, and the least religious people don't buy guns. But the people in the middle the buy in the, middle. the most guns, right? And Which makes sense because if you think about it this way, most most atheists or agnostics mm-hmm. probably are more liberal. Right. I'm, I know I'm making sweeping generalizations, but just I challenge me. you to find an agnostic Trump supporter. <laughs> and most... Uh, probably a, There's probably a dating website for it. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, most devout people believe in, in, in peace and, uh, you know, what, and love. Well, another thing that they found... Uh, is kind of interesting is that uh, that the people who bought guns, the religious people who bought guns, or or maybe it was the religion seemed to inspire more responsible gun ownership. Mm. Okay. So I guess you're you're less likely to shoot somebody, uh, but you still, you know, have the gun. They also, right. of course, uh, in this study found that this year in particular, more people that traditionally uh, wouldn't have bought guns, did. Yes. Um, which I think, and they, and they didn't really talk about this in the study, but I, uh, you know, they brought up uh, some of the reasons being the elections, uh, some of, uh, or, or actually the most common one was the civil unrest, the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. People tend to go out and buy guns. I'm pretty sure that's why my brother-in-law, he just bought a, a, his first pistol. Yeah. Um, but I kind of take the opposite. I, I thought about buying a gun this year. I, I, I've owned guns before. Right. Uh, but I, I sold them when I was broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for crack. I mean, for heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought about it this year, not because of the, the civil unrest on the BLM side, but more that it seemed that, that this far right movement was heading towards, Civil War. Something pretty right. scary, and that I might actually, at some point, need to right to just defend myself. Not to mention just uh, the statistics speak to that. Right. That far-right movements are are responsible for, for, for more violence than other movements. It's just the well, stats. Well, yeah, and they will argue, but, I mean, that kid killed, like, what, three people or four people? Yeah. Um, I've, this this paragraph got me here to kind of to speak to your point. The study found that gun ownership is part of a larger ethic or worldview that frames gun ownership as a battle between good and evil, 
and belief right. in supernatural evil is bound up in policy attitudes that protect or expand gun rights. So they've conflated. What's happened is gun ownership has been conflated with the good nature of a god mm-hmm. or God. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened. I, I, I would imagine it has something to do with just the way our country is, the way it was founded. The sense of freedom uh, in owning a firearm, I guess. I mean, we, we were founded by people who took up arms against their, their oppressors. Right. And the, a lot of the people want to make sure they have the guns. Yeah, and it does. In case the oppressors come again, and yeah, and and this is going to sound maybe hyperbolic, but a lot of them feel like the Democrats are the oppressors that right. want to take away their religious freedom, right? Which I have never seen any evidence of, but maybe I'm no. Uh, and most uh, of our Democratic leadership are religious, right? Uh, yeah, she yeah she says uh, acquiring a gun stems from a posture of fear and a sense of duty to defend, a willingness to kill when necessary. Yeah. See, and so I own weapons, mm-hmm. but I don't own them out of a sense of fear for, like, insurrection. Right. You know, I I don't think <laughs> our military is just too big. Even our police force is so militarized, it's just not ever going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I'm like, I don't think I would ever... I didn't get weapons thinking I might have to use these on fellow citizens who have gone astray. Right. I bought weapons thinking if someone breaks into my house or if something's going down in the neighborhood, (laughs) you know. Or if there's some weird guy in your carport. Carport. Yeah. You know, I did get it out that night. Uh, That kind of stuff, you know. Um, I guess it certainly crossed my mind what you were saying, but I I don't take it seriously. I'm like, if anybody... Let's say the Proud Boys took a bunch of weapons to D.C. on January 6th. Right. Come on. The yeah. Secret Service, Capitol Police, D.C. Police, military, they're going to be squashed. Right. Almost immediately. I mean, you, you, you could think that, you know, there's this underground movement, uh, you know, to, to take over the country, take the country back, you right. know, whatever. But regardless, I don't think that you would get enough people to turn in the police or the military um in secret yeah in secret and because i guarantee you that kind of stuff happens but there are double there's double agents there's people absolutely the the cia and the secret service they they know about all this stuff and there's people within the groups who are like oh shit this just got real isn't that what happened in the Michigan governor kidnapped, and didn't they have somebody in on it or something? I can't yeah. remember. I think it was either someone in on it or a leak. Right. Like I said, like someone, someone in the like, group was oh, like, oh, yeah, I, this this was fun at first, but I think. I thought this was just like a club, guys, yeah. you know? And, you know, speaking of clubs, I, I think that a lot of people buy guns and use religion, you know, defending themselves as an excuse. Just admit you like guns. Like it's right. fine. <laughs> like right. they're, they're, they're fun they're, to shoot. They're fun to shoot. Uh it's fun recreation. Yeah. It's an expensive hobby because yeah. every time you pull the trigger, it's, it's like fifty cents. It's pre- right. Well, pff, yeah, right. Have you looked at ammo prices lately? Yeah. Every time there's a Democrat in office, it's did that, this article did say that. Uh let's see. Last was it last month? Yeah, it went way up. Just like it did when Obama was elected. November. Record breaking month of gun sales in the US. 
like three point six million guns were sold in one month. Yeah, I mean, twenty two ammo hasn't bounced or or come back in price and availability since Obama took office. Right, and nine millimeter is actually hard to find too. Yeah, uh, and so it's it's it, that's it's interesting that these uh, the people take take it up so seriously i mean remember my grandma she said democrats are evil right and she she took it back but you know that's really what she <laughs> i just just out of curiosity i just looked up how many cars are sold <laughs> according to the u.s car sales statistics there are approximately 17 million auto retail sales each year okay but come on <laughs> that's that's a little unfair because cars are like 20 times more expensive than your cheapest gun. No, I, 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 think, I know, but I it's think just... my brother-in-law bought his for like 250 bucks. You know, they're cheap. It's just the number's not that far off is my point. Oh. You know, like we're selling almost as many guns. Like as... if you were going to look at the, the numbers of like purchases of an apple versus a gun. <laughs> How we many... sell more guns than we do apple. Are people eating these guns? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's 3.6 million guns in a month is, that's crazy. Well, when you consider that, you know, most countries probably wouldn't sell that in 10 years. Right. I mean, that's basically arming all of Utah in one month. <laughs> it is. That's around our population. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, just admit you like guns. Yeah. And, and. Another part of the article was, uh, you know, that the, the, the people that own these guns don't want to use them. And I do kind of disagree with that to an extent. You know, obviously, I'm not going to paint them with a brush and say all these people are lying. But I would say that that kid in that rally that took the 17 year old or 16 year old yep. that took an AR-15 yep. illegally, illegally did not want to use it. He 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 wanted to use it. Absolutely. And he found an excuse and he killed people and his life's ruined. Right. For no reason. Right. You know, and for in support of a man who doesn't give two two shits. Right. Yeah, and we don't have to go into the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, but yeah, it he didn't just kill people while he was running away. Right. He killed people because he was running away after killing someone. Right. <laughs> he killed someone. He was running away and people were chasing him because he killed someone. And he turned and killed those people. Right. <laughs> it wasn't just like, oh shit, there's some liberals. They're right. chasing me. Pop, right. pop, pop. No, he was he was in another altercation down the street, killed a guy, ran past a camera who like a cell phone, and the guy said, What happened? He's like, I just shot a guy running down the street. It's the same as the stand your guy stand your ground guy in Florida, the Trayvon uh oh, dude. Same same situation. Walking home from the gas uh, station. You know, I saw a, a a news article about this kid that walks around his neighborhood with a rifle every day that patrols it. That's what he does. I'm like, okay, that's weird. He's definitely a weird kid. I would not be okay with that. No, I wouldn't either. But you're telling me that he he's not playing military or something? Right. I yeah. believe, he, if I remember correctly, he was not allowed to join the military. <laughs> that he That's one of the reasons he does it. As no, well, I'm I couldn't not. join the military, so. There, there's a standard of normal behavior that we all understand, and people like to push it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But speaking of going around the neighborhood, yeah. one last story. Oh, I got hooked on something there. Uh, sitting uh, upstairs yesterday mm -hmm. morning watching a movie with Quinn, watching Wally, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I hear fire truck. In my oh, neighborhood. Uh, yeah. This happened to me as yeah. well. Yeah. 
And so then, uh, and it then is going heard, slow. Then you heard it again. Yeah. And, and it, again, it, you're like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, my neighbor's house must be on fire. <laughs> They've called in everybody. Right. So I go out there, and it's a fire truck with Santa Claus in the ladder throwing candy. Right. And the Ghostbuster car. Oh, really? Did you see the Ghostbuster car? I didn't, I didn't actually see them this year. I just heard oh, them yeah. throughout my neighborhood. Yeah, so we go out there, wave at them. They threw, they threw Quinn some candy. It was pretty cool. Yeah, they, I think they do that every year. Yeah, I remember. Because the, the same thing happened to me last year. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. What? Well, I think they did it. It's not, even, it's not even been a year yet because they did it uh, when we were first in quarantine. Oh, really? Yeah, they drove through and did a little parade. Throughout COVID, everybody. <laughs> COVID <laughs> for you. I don't know if they were throwing anything out, but <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Is that it for you? Yeah, that's all. All right. That's well, uh, that's all she wrote for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, TikTok or the ArcticPodcast dot com. Uh, for episode one hundred two, I'm Brian. I am Spencer. We'll see you next time. <laughs>